Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the AMA Podcast. My name is Matt Ruddick, your host as always. This week's episode of the AMA Podcast is sponsored by Warbird Pilots. Warbird Pilots carries a full line of highly detailed, fully adjustable World War I, World War II, and modern fighter pilot figures for your scale Warbirds and jets. Covering aircraft in 1-8 scale all the way down to 1-3 scale, these pilots are outfitted with the absolute most scale accessories on the market. Get your Warbird Pilot today at warbirdpilots.com. That's warbirdpilots.com. Well, today we're going to be talking a little bit about communication strategies for clubs and, uh, you know, something that we talk about all the time is how important it is to be transparent and open with your communications with your club members. And uh, I thought it would be a good uh, topic to talk about here on the podcast about some ways clubs are doing it and some ways that your club may be able to improve it and uh, how even here from the high level at the AMA that we try to do some of these communications as well. Uh, To help me do that, I've got a very special guest in the studio. His name is Mark Benson. He is the Senior Marketing Director here at the AMA. Mark, hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Glad to have you. So you and I have talked offline quite a bit over the last uh, few weeks. We've talked a lot about club newsletters and club communications. And, you know, we've looked at club websites over the, in the past. We've uh, looked at all these different ways that clubs try to communicate the messages of, you know, what's going on at their club field and, and within their, their organizations. Let's talk a little bit about how some of the things that we've seen and how we feel like how important those communication channels are and why it's so important to be open with their communications. Um, you know, club newsletters is a great place to start, I think, because most clubs I think are running some sort of newsletter. Um, why is it so important for these clubs to be communicative in these, in these types of ways? Well, let's start with just the newsletter in general. They've been around probably from day one, you know, as the, a communication tool, and AMA started with a newsletter, you know, in 1936. They called it Model Aviation, and that grew to a magazine and, and so on. And, uh, you know, obviously technology and the Internet and things like that kind of creeped in with social media. And then um, the newsletters kind of took a backseat to that, but we still have newsletters that have survived all of that and uh, continue to this day and it i've found that it's an, a way for us here at ama staff wise anyway to connect to these clubs and obviously we're you know looking at their other posts on the internet but i subscribe to any club newsletter i find mm-hmm. and if a club's out there and they have a newsletter i would encourage them to to reach out to me and and uh, send me and you know subs- so i can subscribe and connect to it and you know, it just there's a lot of basic stuff that comes out of that. You know, they have meetings, they talk about what's going on in their club, and a lot of local stuff. But there's also content in there. You know, one club newsletter comes to mind. It, it's a monthly magazine. I mean, it's like yeah. 30 pages or so, and they have how-to tips in there. And and uh, I think content like that that our clubs are spending time and energy to create could be valuable to other members and other clubs and. I'd love to figure out a way to unleash that or um, enable that, you know, and I think at AMA we could probably create something like a platform or use technology to help facilitate all that. And I don't know if there's an appetite 
for that sort of thing, but I'd, I'd love to uh, have some conversations around that. Well, it's interesting, as you and I have been having discussions offline, you've shared a, you know, a handful of newsletters that you've come across. There, I just wrote a few down because they, they stuck out. Um, specifically, what like you mentioned, some of them are like almost magazines. Um, Central Massachusetts RC Modelers. They have a publication called The Skywriter. It was like, I want to say like a 15-page uh, newsletter, but when you looked at it, it felt like a magazine. And you're right, it has how-to tips. And uh, there was one that I saw, I forget which one now, but had gave you essentially how to do specific pattern maneuvers that you might have in, co- in pattern competitions. Um, the Central Illinois Radio Society, they had a really great one as well. Uh, the 495, 495th RC Squadron, they have the pinnacle. Um, again, so much creativity was going into some of these newsletters. But, you know, it's not, you know, we're living in 2022 now. We're living in the 21st century. You know, there's some more modern ways that folks are trying to get some of this information out. I mean, what are some other ways besides newsletters that clubs are trying to communicate to their members? Well, I guess it's still called a newsletter, but I would just go right. My mind just went to email. And uh, I think I should mention that, you know, AMA has had a few electronic email new newsletters mm-hmm. over the years and and we're actually uh, changing or shifting in a different direction here uh, to go to one consolidated weekly email newsletter uh, make sure i get this name right matt it's a ama this week ama this week absolutely yeah. So AMA this week is is going to premiere here in the next few weeks. Well, as a matter, matter of fact, as uh, as of the date you guys will be hearing this uh, podcast, the first issue will have already come out. So, so I just want to touch on that for a second and, and maybe tell people a little bit about how that's built because, you know, we're using some of the technology to help shape the content more targeted to the end user. So uh, there, there was a call to action, I guess, in this last – AMA Today that asks members to edit their profiles on our website. And what that does is if they select a certain area of interest, you know, that they'll start seeing content more aligned with that area of interest. So I think it's going to help engagement with that content and help the end user or members get more of the content that they like. So, you know, clubs are doing similar things with their email newsletters you know they're using platforms like constant contact and you know their email platforms and uh, for sending bulk emails so it's interesting to see that they're taking advantage of those tools and then you go down the list right websites have kind of taken a backseat to social media Uh, and a lot of the websites are kind of forgotten but there's still value in having a website i think so not everybody's on social media right but then you have, uh, you know, things like Zoom. You know, clubs are using Zoom now to have meetings. You know, when they couldn't do the in-person meetings, they would do virtual meetings. But now I've seen, learned this from club newsletters, that they're doing how-to videos and webinars using Zoom. So, again, I'll say, you know, that content, it doesn't have to be just for those club members. You know, unless they want it to be sure. just for club members. but. I imagine a day when a club hosts a how-to session and invites other clubs yeah. to participate in it. So there's it's scalable, more scalable, I guess. What what is it about it, newsletters in general? Whether whether it's a you know electronic version, you know like in a PDF form or video version, or just a 
you know, traditional like printed out newsletter. What what makes these so compelling? Because I I know you, you you and I have been talking. You've been really fascinated by them. You know, here specifically recently, you've been talking a lot about them. What's so compelling about these things? Well, it's just a way to stay connected for me. You know, it's I'm on the. It's hard to keep up with uh, two thousand plus clubs. Yeah. And it's just a connection point, and it's like a consumable summary connection point. But there's so many stories in there and, and impactful stories. You learn about what charitable work our clubs are doing and how they're connected in their local communities, whether they're going to a school to introduce model aviation to a group of kids or whether they've got a, a, a group coming to their site for some you know, a field trip. You know, and it reminds me of one recent story about it started as a you know, hey, everybody, a, a teacher reached out to me, and they're going to be bringing a group of kids to the field. And then, uh-oh, the next day they said, uh, it's 170 kids. You know, so, <laughs> you know, it was just funny to read that. And then, you know, just a couple of other recent examples is a club in California. Uh, they're helping kids get ready for the Science of Olympiad competition. And it's just good to hear that we're still connected doing that kind of work you know we being collectively the community and the ama members and it just makes you feel good about being a part of the the overall community to know that that stuff is happening out there Mm -hmm. and then uh, one club i think it was in uh, near chicago they had a group of scouts you know and they helped them uh, go through the process of getting their aviation merit badge which i would include other clubs to to learn more about that program because it uses model aviation and what better way to, you know, connect to the community or whatever to help kids get through that and learn more about model aviation. It's just a, a program that I think it helps us connect to other people doing good work. Yeah. And like you said, it's so difficult, especially just for us here at headquarters, to keep up with, you know, the 2,000-plus clubs that we have. These newsletters and, and communications channels that the clubs are using and that they're putting together and putting out and publishing really helps us out to kind of keep an eye on some of the cool stuff that's happening um, because, you know, we can share those stories to other clubs that are that might be able to take advantage of similar situations and, you know, get in touch with their local, you know, scout leadership to go through that process and, you know, get in, start getting involved in Science Olympiad and that sort of thing. So um, it's, it's really crucial, I think, for all, not just your club membership, but for us at, at headquarters to find out about this stuff through your club communications. And I, I think I'm – well, let's just say I'm of a certain age, I've been around a while or whatever, and so it's nostalgic in some ways for me to still be connected to this thing called a newsletter. And uh, I think it still has a place, though. It it, it really isn't about the newsletter. Uh, it's about the content, yeah. you know, and it's a, it's about this monthly summary of what's going on. And But I still like calling it a, new, a newsletter, and I still like the fact that it's called a newsletter. And uh, <laughs> There's another, uh, you know, you may, reminded me of a, another valuable piece of the puzzle. And we learn about clubs and what they're doing to their flying sites. And some of them, they put a lot of money and effort into yeah. these flying sites. And it always cracks me up to see the, the mowing schedule, by the way, you know, and the, how that's always. A but thing. that's an important piece oh. of, of like the, you know, the, the club ecosystem oh, yeah. is to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Yep. And if you're on the, the mowing schedule. Yep. 
be out there when your time's ready. <laughs> There's all kinds of, uh, you know, so, some of these clubs are five people. Some of them are 600, you know, a group yeah. of 600. So, yeah, it can be pretty complicated. But when they when they do improvements, you know, like paving a runway or building a shelter, and you know, and some of them are major projects. You know, I've learned about projects like that, and then I share it with our foundation folks. And, and it turns out some of our clubs still don't know we have grant programs to help out with that sort of stuff. So it's it's kind of refreshing to help out in that way sometimes. Like, you know, they're just doing their thing, just trying to have fun flying models or whatever, you know, and taking care of their field. They're taking care of business, you know, and yeah. we're over here saying, hey, we can help. You know, and sometimes it's refreshing or just good to help. Yeah, because just like we don't know everything going on with them, sometimes our clubs don't know everything that we've got going on here. As much as we try to get that information out to people, as you know, as much as possible, not everybody you know has the ability to hear some of that some of that messaging. So, uh, again, why communicating is so important is to get all that kind of information out to everybody. Um, you know, you we mentioned we talked a little bit about the fact that you've got websites, there's social media, there's you know Zoom calls and everything. I mean, what what are some of the things that you're seeing uh, that clubs are trying to do to kind of bring this uh, these communications into the 21st century? Well, I think you just mentioned a few of them. You know, the the pandemic had a lot to do with disrupting, you know, that that process, and you know they had to pivot. You know, and then Zoom became part of the equation. And uh, we have had staff jump in on unannounced jump in on club Zoom calls, and that's always kind of fun. You know, who's this person, you know, strange person coming in? Are they a member of our club? You know, well, no, but is it okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, we, you know, we've done some, uh, some live streams with some club members uh, in the past, uh, specifically club leadership, like roundtable type situations with, uh, we've had Chad Boudreaux, our executive director, kind of, you know, lead some of those discussions. And uh, it's always it's always so much fun to kind of have those uh, virtually one-on-one uh, conversations with club leadership and, and kind of hear about the, some of the things that they're going through. And um, again, this is all stuff that, you know, this com- lines of communication, how important that can be uh, to hear, you know, what's going on on the front lines. So. Yeah. You m- reminded me of some of those uh, efforts, I guess, through zoom and, I'd like to see us do more of that, and I think they were popular and and well received. And you know, I, I think we need to get back to that at the club level and have some. It's hard to know. Okay, is ten clubs too many? You know, is twenty? Yeah. And you know, I, I've been on Zoom calls with a hundred people on there, and those are a little difficult. You know, it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I would love to hear from our listeners. Um, you know, if you're part of a club, if you're part of club leadership, I mean, what do you guys think? Let us, send us an email podcast at modelaircraft.org. Let us know, uh, or you can email Mark directly at uh, markb at modelaircraft.org and let him let us know your thoughts uh, about about that sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I'm curious, Mark, as far as the AMA is concerned. You know, we mentioned we've got this new newsletter coming out AMA this week. What are some ways that you see us as an organization doing to try to kind of keep those lines of communications open or what things can we do? Wow. Kind of putting me on the spot on that one. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
it's different in every channel, you know, like this channel right here, podcast, it's, it's kind of more of a long form conversation and, and hopefully people can listen to it at their convenience, you know, but there isn't a lot or there isn't any interaction, live interaction, Yeah, you know, so I guess they'll have to follow up. So, you know, getting that live back and forth is, uh, is valuable, I think. And I think we need to do more of that. You know, and I think you mentioned a, a live stream. You know, we we stream those on uh, social media typically in YouTube, and and we can get a, a live interaction in the moment with mm-hmm. those types of channels. So the technology helps that. But you know, <clears throat> for some people, they they just aren't on social media. Right. So you know, we try to communicate, I guess, similar messages, multiple channels. You know, and, and we don't have it all figured out, and it keeps moving. Yeah. You know, that it, it it's constantly changing. And, you know, I don't know if I talked about the dynamic content in our email, but, you know, we're trying to do more with uh, our content and make it more applicable to each member. But, you know, it would be nice if we, if we actually learned what our members wanted one-on-one and, and we were able to really line up what was valuable to that person. Sure. I, I think technology helps do that. And so we're trying to embrace that power, I guess, to figure that out. That's our next frontier, I think. Yeah. Well, like we mentioned, the the new newsletter, AMA This Week, is going to be launching June the 28th. You guys will have already should have already gotten it because uh, this episode is going to debut on uh, the 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, everybody. Um, so... Uh, you should already kind of get a view of what that newsletter is going to look like. Um, you know, Mark, as we wrap this up, I'm curious, do you, I mean, what other thoughts do you have that you want to share with our listeners? Um, again, we, you know, we've, we kind of go through and we sifted through some, some newsletters from various clubs and uh, what would you like clubs to do to try to help open those lines of communications back up with, with us? Do you want them to reach out to you? And Sure. I mean, I think reaching out to me directly at Mark B., at modelaircraft.org. You know, if they have a newsletter, I want to know about it, for one. But I would like to have a conversation if the clubs are interested in actually having a dialogue on what we can do to help. You know, and I think there there is there are some things that are being talked about uh, technology-wise, you know, building a platform to, you know, cl- we've been calling it club toolkit, club playbook, whatever, you know, a set of tools that will help facilitate some of this this, uh, communication. Call it newsletter, call it whatever you want, but just help with that whole process. Well, again, you can reach out at markb at modelaircraft.org, or you can send an email to the podcast at podcast at modelaircraft.org. I'd like to see you get about 2,000 emails uh, in the next few days. (laughs) Okay. With with links to all the different newsletters that the clubs are putting out. That would be a good problem to have, right? I I have found, <laughs> let's say I've found about 200 thus far, something like that. And it's a, it's a lot of content, which it's all good. I'm going to get help from other staff like Matt in reading some of this content. He just doesn't know it yet. Uh, yeah. Sometimes my boss doesn't tell me everything. There, I, f- I fit it in this time. Mark didn't <laughs> like when I called him called him my boss the last time. Uh, well, Mark, seriously, though, all joking aside, thank you for coming on today and talking a little bit about this. I think it's an important subject. I think, uh, um, you know, so many clubs are doing it so well. And we're really just getting the tip of the iceberg here on some of the things that our clubs are doing as far as newsletters and communicating. Um, 
but the stuff we found man has been pretty cool so yep. Thanks for for having me. Absolutely. And I want to thank all of you guys out there listening uh, today to the AMA podcast. We want to let you know again that this week's episode is brought to you by Warbird Pilots. Uh, You can go to warbirdpilots.com. That's warbirdpilots.com to get your Warbird Pilot for your scale Warbird or jet. That is difficult to say sometimes. But uh, again, I want to thank you guys for listening this week to the AMA podcast. Uh, If you have not yet subscribed to the AMA podcast, we'd appreciate it if you do so. We're on all the major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, wherever you get your podcast, we are there. You can also listen right from your browser at modelaircraft.org slash podcast. We release episodes every other Monday, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on a single one. And if you happen to listen through Apple Podcasts, we'd love it if you leave a comment there and rate us. That'll help us out tremendously. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for us, drop us an email at podcast at modelaircraft.org. Those come right to my email inbox. I appreciate getting those messages from you guys, so keep those coming. And, of course, if you're not already a member of the Academy of Model Aeronautics, head over to modelaircraft.org see what the AMA can do for you. We'd love to see you out at one of our flying fields very, very soon. And with that, for everybody here at the AMA, thank you so much for listening. And we hope you'll be right here on the next episode of the AMA Podcast. Podcast.